0: Hey, Joel. I was actually really excited to hear that you had played piano for nine years. You probably know it better than I do. So if I do something stupid, you can call me out on it. You have some really insightful things to say about music. I've been thinking about them. What makes music beautiful? Why is it so cross-cultural? This is being played by Kimiko Ishizaka. She was a former German-Japanese Olympic powerlifter who decided after her powerlifting days that she wanted to take up piano. Why? Partially, I think, for the same reason that you and I respect it. I'm not good at it. You used to be good at it, but aren't anymore. Because it resonates with us. Because we understand it. Because it really is universal. Why is that? I think there were three reasons. At least. First, we're used to it. From the time we're born, we're immersed in a very musical culture. There are songs around us everywhere. You can't go anywhere. You can't go to the supermarket. You can hardly even stop for gas without hearing music. It's in movies. It's in TV shows. It's in games that we play. It's so permeating. It's so ubiquitous that no matter what you do, you will encounter it. And for that reason, since it's a common language that we speak, we know how it works. We know a lot of its nuances and some of the styles. We know the things that come and go. But I think on top of that, we're left with a question of why. Why is this so cross-cultural? Why can a German-Japanese Olympic powerlifter? play a piano song, and have it resonate with an American college student? Why can someone who's been dead for hundreds of years still make people weep tears of joy and tears of sadness? And that, I think, brings us to the second point. Music tells us a story. We know the difference, for instance, you and I, between major and minor keys. It's the difference between sad and happy. And I don't think that's something that's learned. I think that in every culture, there's an intuitive understanding of the minor key, that there are things that it's for, and there are things that it isn't for. So we understand what's sad and we understand what's happy. But that still brings us to the question, why? Why does this sound sad? this sound happy? And that brings us, I think, to the final answer. There's intrinsic harmony. That's what I looked briefly at two weeks ago. The relationships between notes, if you remember them. It's mathematical. Notes have this built-in relationship with one another. We don't have to superimpose that. It's already there. By the nature of what they are, there are these relationships. And for whatever reason, God has crafted our souls and our minds in such a way that that is embedded deep within us as a way to communicate emotion without words or to augment emotion with words. This isn't a new invention this is something that's always been with us and that's just the way things are we love the relationship that notes have with one another they sound beautiful and i don't think there's any scientific reason for it it's just a gift that we're given but that also brings up another point related to the writing center i think that music is eternal i think we'll be singing For the rest of time and after that but i'm not so sure about writing grammar is always in flux and styles change rapidly so what is the time-tested impact of helping people learn how to write why bother i'm curious to hear your thoughts sincerely ben